Merry Christmas. How are you doing? This is Andy Kelly, Water's Edge Church. I hope you have an awesome day and that you know you're loved by a God and that our God would surround you with people who love you. I'm going to read our scripture for our Christmas Eve gathering. It happens on the beach. I'm pre-recording the message. Whenever I do this, it's like really hard to be as animated as I am with people in the room. So I just need to name that. So hopefully you will receive me as I just give you my uh, pre-gathering run-through, so to speak. So this is God's Word, John chapter 1, verses 9 through 13. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. That is God's word for us. It's the fourth week of Advent, also Christmas Eve. Uh, it's a rare time where we actually light both the love candle and the Jesus candle. And as we light it and consider these four weeks of hope, peace, joy, and then love culminating in Christ who emanates all of these, it does beg the question, why spend a month every year looking specifically at the birth of Jesus when there's so much more to explore? Why spend a month every year to consider just the birth of Jesus? And it's a really good question because we as Christians we're, we're participating in a memory that goes back to a great moment. And this moment is so great when Jesus is born because it helps us understand that God entered into history and shared in our human condition. God entered into human history and shared into our human digestion, human condition. And when we remember it, lifts up our small eyes and the highs and lows that come with it, the pains and joys, and it brings it into connection with a larger event. This is the Christ event. And, and what is God's role and what is Jesus' role? Uh, what are the many realities that God experiences as a human? Well, just as Jesus explains with the bread and the wine that God was taken and Jesus lived this grateful life in connection with the Father that turned into a gracious life connected to others. Uh, this Jesus was broken, just as the bread's broken. He lived a life of brokenness, both in his living as well as his dying. And finally, and this is what we're talking about today, he's given, given to all, given to us. In love, God gives himself to us. And contrary to almost every message you hear, on Christmas and or during the year, the call for this Christmas is not necessarily to give, though that's important, but rather to receive. The call is to receive Christ this Christmas. And because Christ, we would receive others. And because of us, we receive the gift of others and who they are and what they bring to the table. It says in John 1.12, which I just read, yet to all who received him, to all who believed his name, he gave the right to become children of God to all who received him, 
to those who believed in his name, to receive is to believe, he gave the right to become children of God. That the call of this Christmas is to receive, to receive Christ, to receive Jesus. Whether you're coming from, whether you're a devout follower of Christ, kind of interested in Christianity, or maybe you just you and your boo wanted to come do something churchy for Christmas Eve, and now you're listening to the podcast. Either way, receive the goal this Christmas to receive God. Uh, and here's the deal about receiving: a gift is only a gift when it is received. A gift is only a gift when it's received, and we want to receive well. We want to receive the gifts others give us. We want to make the givers aware of their unique and precious gifts. In many ways, when we receive gifts, we help others see themselves as a gift who brings gifts. Now, over the years, I've gotten for Christmas different IOUs for a gift. Uh, It's like an index card with a free guitar lesson or a free yogurt date or pizza and movies. And I've likely cashed in on a fraction of those. Definitely not everyone for sure. A small majority, probably a minority of those IOU Christmas gifts. Now, is that the fault of mine and or is it the fault of the giver? It's the fault of the giver. Those gifts are lazy. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's my fault because I never received the gift. Uh, The gift was available and instead of receiving it, I just said thanks without receiving the opportunities that were there. Again, a gift only becomes a gift when it is received. So when we say yes to Jesus, we, we do receive this, the gift of saving life. But that's only the beginning. And frankly, it's not the point. When we say yes to Jesus, we receive the continuous gift that is the giver. The gift that is the giver. And Christ was born to give. Yes, he was taken. Yes, he was gracious. Yes, he was broken. And ultimately, he was given. He was born to give, to give us hope and peace and joy and to love us to give us acceptance provision intimacy meaning and purpose this is who god is and what god brings and uh in this website podcast i attached um the liturgy that we went through and on the liturgy there are some questions to pray through and i'm going to actually ask the people to take a moment just to look at the names of Jesus so that we can receive Jesus today. Consider who our give is, giver is by slowly reading through some of the names we find about God in Scripture. Jesus is God. And the names are like the true vine, the bread life, redeemer, Emmanuel, resurrection of life, man of sorrows, cornerstone, rock, shield, the door, prince of peace, the way, the truth, and the life, alpha and omega, wonderful counselor, light of the world, the good shepherd, mighty God, everlasting father. There's so many names. So many names. What name is sticking out to you? What name are you needing today? Yet all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. What's a name that you need to receive from God today in order to receive God today? Gift only becomes a gift when it is received. Uh, I want to continue our time with some more reflection questions. Again, you can look at the liturgy and pause it here, but I'm going to present some other questions that are on that liturgy. 
Um, because by receiving God, God expands our ability to receive others and the gifts that they are. By receiving God, God expands our ability to receive others and the gifts that they are. So uh, some questions are, name a gift that Jesus gave you in 2023. Take some time to sit through that one. And as you consider the gifts God has given, consider what is only one thing that God can give you this Christmas. What is one thing only God can give you this Christmas? And then finally, who is someone the Spirit is inviting you to receive well this Christmas? Who is a person in your life that the Spirit is inviting you to receive well this Christmas? Uh, this isn't in my notes, but I'm just considering like my sister, you know, that God wants me, both my sisters to receive them well. Um, because I believe I, in this last season, have not received them as well. Uh, the gifts that they are, um, that God would, that I, that I could, you know, I, there's no other way of saying it. So I want to receive them well. If you're listening, Megan and Mandy, I love you and I want to receive you well. So take a minute just to think through those questions. A gift that God gave us, Jesus gave us in 2023. What's only one thing God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus can give you right now? Is it peace? Is it protection? Is it light? Truth? Do you need grace right now? Do you need to know you're loved no matter what? Do you also need strength to live within your dignity? Finally, who's someone the Spirit's inviting you to receive well this Christmas? Let's take a few minutes. You can pause it. I'll give you a couple seconds. A gift only becomes a gift when it is received. May we receive God in the gifts that Jesus is. May we receive others thereby demonstrating the truth of who God is and the grace that we've received. Uh, this afternoon, I'm going to end before we sing a couple songs just by uh, having people facilitate communion with one another. That's a gift that I want to give our people. The fact that you... As a royal priesthood, a chosen people, a holy nation, you, as Peter talks about in 1 Peter 2, 9, being the light, light of the world, that you are able to facilitate communion. You're able to see the gift of the cup and, and, the, and the bread and to celebrate what God has done and therefore is doing by his redeeming love. It may be new to some of us, like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can facilitate communion. I believe you can. The bread represents simply Christ's body that was given for us. And when you when you take the bread and you share that with somebody else, hey, that's all you have to say is this represents Christ's body. Take and eat. The cup, the same way, represents Christ's blood shed on our behalf. And you could expand on that. You could say this cup represents Christ's blood shed on our behalf, shed for the forgiveness of sins. You can read more in 1 Corinthians about what you can say. But either way, it's an opportunity just to recognize who God is, what Christ has done, and what is Christ continuing to do uh, through his saving life. So yeah, we receive communion, and the beauty is we can give this gift to another, one another. So that, that's, that's my prayer, is that we would receive communion together as a community on the beach, maybe 
you would like to participate, partake in the bread and the cup right now, that's great. But, I mean, think about it. Bread and wine, Jesus and one another. What a gift. Do we need anything more? So I'm just going to pray for us this Christmas as we receive the gift of Christ. Lord, we thank you that you were born to give, and we receive you, Lord. Even if we feel like we've already received you, we receive you again. We take hold of the God who takes hold of us. We open our arms to the God who died for us with open arms on the cross, Lord. Thank God you're not still on that cross, but you gave up your spirit and you're living in us and with us, God. You're the God who's for us, Lord. So thank you for this truth of Christmas that you shared in our condition and the highs and, my, highs and lows in my life can point to a greater story, which is yours, Lord. Thank you for my small part that I play in it. I pray that a listener right now would know that they have a part in your story that they are a gift, that they who have received you and believed in your name have the right to become your child. We pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.